do I wish I could be that version of Julie wanting to be vulnerable mm. with many people? Yeah, like I want to, but I think I'm just realizing, I don't know if I can ever be. Salty and sweet. Hey, it's like a good mix of the two. Mm. Mm. Honestly, whenever I come home, it's bad because like I just snack a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, there are always so many snacks in the house. Who else snacks? Like likes to snack. In my in my family? Mm-hmm. My dad is like a disgusting snacker. Like two, three pints of Hagen dazs at a time. A day? Not a day. It'll happen like once every couple weeks. But like when he goes in, he goes in. Mm. And then my sister likes to have one cracker of 20 different crackers. You know what I mean? Like she likes to have one of like 20 different things. That's literally my boyfriend. Oh, really? I have a photo. <laughs> okay, we'll answer it here. I literally have a photo. <laughs> awesome. I just feel like the weather has been so wonky. It's usually hot in here. Are you cold? I'm a little cold. I'm a little cold. And why is the mic stem so cold too it's really cold it's yeah really cold. everything's really cold i don't know what's going on okay well very exciting announcement mm. <laughs> she's gonna chew <laughs> chew 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 but before the really exciting announcement uh-huh. welcome everyone to another episode of purgogi pod <laughs> and not just any episode but our <laughs> 669 <laughs> Was that too high again? Here, let me lower it again. Let me lower it here. Our 69th episode. Can we like rotate it a little bit oh. more? Oh. Like, you know what That's I mean? That's like so much more difficult for you. Just look at how, how is you were doing. Okay, let me just be the bottom. I'll be the bottom. Here. She's the bottom. Here. Wow, I cannot believe we made it to 69 episodes. Wow. I think, maybe, should what we just we end it here? About? Yeah. <laughs> Leave everyone that that TikTok sound. Everyone says we talk too much. So here's a, and it just like ends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. We were going to talk about. (laughs) And then I think we should insert the the static sound. Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's our 69th episode and it's our kickoff to AAPI. HM. What does that stand for, Hannah? Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Yes. A PIM. A PIM. And Did also, people say that? I feel like we need a rebrand. No, we really do. Right? Also, I feel like that may be last year's term and like maybe we yes. changed it for this year. I don't... Somebody <laughs> changes it. I don't... Just, just Asian American. Hashtag and like you create... Like let's just push, send it forward. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, yeah. right, we were talking about this with Tabby... Mm-hmm. And she was saying that like Pacific oh, Islanders yeah. should get their own month. Yes. We shouldn't just all be lumped together. Yeah. But then I also don't want to like push them out. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really know what the correct protocol is here. Then usually like we give we give them like May and then we push ourselves out. Oh, you know? I see. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But we'll leave it up to the what? The, the TikTok. Yeah, the TikTok, the Twitter, the Instagram communities yeah. to create the hashtags and rebrand the month for us. Yeah, yeah. But as Asian Americans, you know, I'm very proud to be Korean American finally for once in my life. You know, it took me a while to get here and I feel like it started, yes. it kind of kicked off when mm-hmm. I went to Korea back in 2017 mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? We're kind of cool. I don't <laughs> think I hate my culture. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because prior to that, I would be like, oh yeah, I'm whitewashed. Like, oh yeah, I am <laughs> a inside out Twinkie. Yeah. No, no Twinkie. A banana? Oh yeah. A, bana- a banana. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. You know, I don't know if I've ever expressed this on the podcast, but it truly is a parenting concern of mine. Just, you know, knowing like if I raise kids or I hope to raise kids, <laughs> but they're probably going to go through this phase. I'm so sorry, How but like I- it sounds like you're like raising cattle. If I raise kids, <laughs> if I raise my cattle, like why you raise kids? Organic, non-GMO, <laughs> pasture raised. You raise kids. That's what you do. Okay. So you raise you, them. Okay, sorry. Uh-huh. You raise so, them. So if you raise kids. When I raise kid A, B, and C, <laughs> I'm truly like, I sometimes I like to th- like, what would I do? Like, how am I going to help them go through this process? Oh, right? yeah. Because it gets worse kind of as the generations go on. You lose more yeah. of the heritage. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, 
I mean, wouldn't you say being surrounded by our group of girls or even having gone to a Korean American church, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that played a big role in you like wanting to learn a bit more about it like you were exposed to it a bit more i think it was the exposure because it was crazy because when i went to church Mm. there would be that one side of me the korean american side Mm -hmm. that would come out and i would be like you know eating korean food Mm -hmm. and like being able to like get these like jokes that incorporate both english and korean oh yes i'm like the queen of that yeah yeah like what did the driver what did the driver said to the egg Say to the egg. <laughs> what did the dri- I got too excited. You guys. What did the driver say to the egg? Three, two, one. Get, Get on. on. Get on. Because <laughs> where does lettuce pray? I know in the sanctuary. In the sanctuary. In the sanctuary. In the sanctuary. Because mm-hmm. lettuce is hangchu, and for the egg, kenan is egg, but it's like kenan. Oh, where do where do Korean grandmothers meet? You know, their husbands. Or I think it's the other way around. Where do the Korean grandfathers meet their wives? On eHarmony. <laughs> Actually, I would heard it that was one. eHarmony, but Harmony is grandma. So, <laughs> That's funny, eHarmony. Funny. eHarmony? Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> when I would go to church, it would be that side. All of that would come out. But then yeah. when I went back to school, it was like, oh, I'm oh, whitewashed, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, I think that it like created a very, like a dichotomy. Yeah. Within, yep. within me. Yeah. Yeah, two sides of Hannah. Hannah number one, Hannah number two. Exactly. Boom, boom, switch. (laughs) Switch, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In general, I think I learned to accept Mm -hmm. my full self and there's no longer a dichotomy. Yes. You know? And it's crazy because, I also don't know if I've ever shared this. I think there was um, like a song that I liked. Because mm-hmm. I've I've listened to like Sonia Shide, like SNSD, like since I was, like when they came out with that song, it was called G, uh-huh. right? With all the colorful G-G-G-G. jeans. I think that was when we were in sixth grade, oh, right? Oh, yeah. So I remember like I would mention it or talk about it to the to our group of friends and nobody knew and like all of you guys i don't even remember i mean it was probably the same like stage as the justin bieber stage right uh, yeah it was the justin grade, bieber yeah. stage but it was like i didn't really listen to backstreet boys did you listen to backstreet boys a little bit and and sync yeah i didn't listen to and sync but i remember i would talk about it and none of you guys would even be interested in it oh so it was like oh my god i cannot talk to them about it because there and i think i only listen to korean music um, and i remember when our group of friends like truly nobody listened to anything korean or we never talked about korean dramas nothing like that and yeah it was comical don't think this is me judging you but you are so bad at korean you and our friend michelle so bad at korean and then i think i don't know i don't know what what kicked in it was like like you were okay with Right, like speaking yep. Korean, wanting to learn how to speak Korean, and now like all our group of friends, like I mean, I'm we, we can we we're the queens of Konglish. Yeah, 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 no, truly. Yeah, even yesterday, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, you know who my mom sounds like? She sounds like that lady from Business Proposal going, "Oh my God, so sorry." <laughs> I love that girl. I love that. Girl. She's or, like her so, character she's is really funny. So effing funny. Okay, wait, and I was also laughing because I say all this, but okay, so I I think I'm like pretty good at Korean, mm-hmm. but I think people who are extremely fluent in Korean will listen to me speak and think I have a Southern accent, like a Korean oh. Southern accent. Oh, she got that Cheollado like, accent. Yeah, like that, or they could tell in Korean. I think the term is chemi kyopo, right? It's like a Korean American, like a like fun kyopo, like a what chemi? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it means, but uh-huh. maybe it's actually, I think I'm saying it right. Chemi Kyo Po. Like 95% sure. Um, so a coworker was like, oh, like, what's been up with life, Julie? Right? Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, like at work or like outside of work? And he was like, I mean, both. So I'm like, oh, I have a podcast. Oh. And so I was like, he was like, oh, what's it called? Or what's it about? What's it called? And I was like, oh, it's called Purgogi Podcast. And he was like, a what? And I was like, you know, it's like marinated meat. Like, do you, have you tried Korean food before? And he was like, yeah, I've tried bulgogi. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the same, is it's that, the same is thing. Is that not what I just said? Uh-huh. So then that was like a little like, 
started off the conversation about how I love the Korean language so much. So we're in line for food. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I feel like in Korea uh, or in Korean, there's so many ways to describe things. And the, yeah. the, the language is so developed in, in how you can express everything. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, like, for example, what? So I always think of the examples of like raindrops or even the way people walk. I know. I guess when you think about it in the English dictionary, like you can describe the walking styles differently too. But in Korean, it's like kung kang kung kang. It's literally it's like thumping, right? They're really good with their like, onomatopoeias. Onomatopoeias, exactly. And then I was like, she look, she look, right? With she look, she look. So, I she look, she look is more like your butt when you're moving. But she look, she look is like when your butt is like you're like walking, <laughs> you're like this kind of right. Like she look, she look, uh -huh. right? But there's another Korean employee at my work and like, I think she came from Korea a couple years ago. Like her husband works here and she speaks English very well, but she's way better at Korean than me, right? Mm -hmm. So I teach this other coworker, she look, she look. And so he goes to her and is like, she look, she look. And she has no idea what he's saying. So <laughs> like, oh, Julie told me that it was a blah, blah. She's like, I have no idea what that word is. So then I was like, oh, like, to, like her name, I call her name and I'm like, you know, she look, she look. She's like, why? Like, like you know, when you walk like this and she was like oh she look she look like it says it like ever so slightly like, like with the slightest difference. different she look she look i was like sorry my accent sorry <laughs> so then i tell the story about the ocean world and sorry <laughs> this is, i went on a tangent but no this i is love all it. to say i love korea yeah so uh <laughs> that's the conclusion i, I love korea yeah. <laughs> happy aapihm i love korea <laughs> <laughs> but that was my week. <laughs> <laughs> was that your entire week? Yeah. There is hargum sargum. Sargum sargum is like like tiptoeing ish. Yeah. There's a what else is there? I always think of like gangchung gangchung. Right. That's like hopping. That's gangchung gangchung. There's truly so many ways to describe walking. What else? What else? I don't know. Is it tia tia? <laughs> no, that's just run. Tia is just run. Okay. Go tia. Go tia. Go tia. Take a lap. Yeah, take a lap. Okay, well, um, uh, my only update is I have gotten significantly more clumsy. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on, but you know the bruise that I had? I was gonna ask. Yes. Okay, yes. It's completely better, but yes. I fell the other day. Yes. And it I looks scraped up my entire knee. Well, I was wearing pants, and then a hole didn't, like, okay, break okay, through that, the yeah, pants. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. No. And the it, white pants? No, no, no. It was, like, pants I didn't care about. So it was fine, but, like... It hurts. My entire that looks knee really hurts. Painful. Also, Can I touch it? No. What that's about, like, gross. Knuckle it? Like, knuckle no, it. that's gross. I didn't even like wipe alcohol Wrist on it. Wrist it? J Julie, Elbow it? what if it, get, it gets infected? I feel like it's not don't open enough. Please don't touch it's it. It's not open enough I don't for really it to get care. infected. I don't really care if it's not open enough for, for it to be infected. So that was my read. Looks rough. Don't touch me. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually so serious. Don't. <laughs> Now you're all, okay. If you're infected, you're already infected. You guys, yesterday Hannah was making fun of me for coughing like this. Into but her I feel hand. like if I was really, really sick, like I would do this. But it's more like just like a phlegm, like a my throat is clogged. Let me just clear it out. Yeah, you need to go phlegm in yeah, the sink. You I know, do. maybe the next time I need to cough, we'll take a mini break, and I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you remember when? I don't think I shared this with you. <laughs> What? A couple of weeks ago when I was sick, uh -huh. I was drinking so much liquid. I started taking videos of every time I went to the restroom because I wanted to take <laughs> account of how many times I'd use the restroom. I think I went 10 times at my mom's work. Yeah. In the span times. of how, oh, like, how many um, hours was that? Maybe like four, four hours. Oh, God. 10 times. That's kind of, yeah. that's more oh, than twice an hour. That's 10 bad. Times. 10 times. But I started recording on my third time. So, and I, and I pooped too, so... <laughs> It was like, I just felt bad for my hands. Oh, because they're so dry because you keep yeah. washing your hands. Mm -hmm. Thank you for clarifying that you've, you washed your hands every single yes, time. Yes, I felt bad for that. I just felt like I was wasting paper towel. I felt, I felt bad for the toilet paper. The toilet, the plumbing, Honestly, the plumbers. By the, by the like eighth or ninth pee, it was probably really sterile, you know? Was like your pee really clear? Really, almost. Almost. How was it not clear mm -hmm. at that point? I mean, it was like the limest, the, the brightest limest green. Truly oh. clear with the 
hint like it's like the titration amount right i don't think i have the screenshot anymore on my phone but when your mom sent that diagram of what your pee color should be do you remember that <laughs> i rem- i remember where i was when i received that this was like this must have been three years ago 2019 uh-huh. i think i was at work and we i don't know why we were talking about it but but your, my mom, your mom sent it to you and you sent it to me and it was like the color scale of what your pee yeah yeah the ph scale of your pee or something yeah because like she says it's not supposed to be clear it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. post-it color yeah yeah so that's really yummy. so an fyi to all of y'all yeah what a check-in oh uh, yeah yes what a check-in i love that but a bit different from our check-in okay i don't think this episode's sad i think it could be kind of sad it's just the truth you know oh it's the truth yeah we want to talk about close circles close friends and the fact that they might be shrinking mm-hmm. that the circle might be going from the outer ring to the smaller ring mm-hmm. we haven't made a science reference in a while you're right what do you even call it's those like rings layer- i can't remember concentric circles let's just go with the earth layers yeah i, think I remember those better yeah yeah do you it's remember all the layers the mantle is that not a layer the mantle that, that is right? a, that is a layer <laughs> the outer mantle to the core so why have i been thinking about this it kick-started just with i think maybe our age remember a year ago maybe Mm -hmm. when just second degree separation third degree separation we would find out that all these people were getting engaged yeah right or like married proposed to i think that's what kick it off kicked it off who would i want at my wedding Oh, like truth be told, I think that's how I started to think about it. Yeah. And then it was going deeper into, oh, I would want I would invite this person for the sake of the longevity of our friendship. But have I spoken to them recently? Oh, oh guess what? It's already been a year since we've had a meal together or when when is the last time I saw them? And so I think that's what got me thinking about who's in my close friends. Why aren't we close? And when I thought about the why aren't we close also, just like even if you've been friends for a while, don't stay like complacent, right? And don't assume that they're like this because people change. And I've seen you in your lows, you've seen me in my lows. And so I was also thinking about this because some friends, I've never I've never experienced them in certain stages, in, in certain, oh, how would you phrase it? Like I've never experienced them when they were dating. I've never experienced them when they were going through heartbreak. Mm. Or so like, even though we've been friends for such a long time, I'm still experiencing a new side of them. Yes. Even now. But this got me thinking, oh, when I was younger, I feel like when you're younger, you go to school, depending on your zip code, you're like assigned the school. Right. So you end up going to school for, what, like five, eight, 12, like 12, yeah. 12. <laughs> Why did I just add all of that? <laughs> Why did I just add all that? Potentially 13, 14, depending on preschool and kindergarten. Oh, yeah. For 14 years with the same group of people. Right, And right. so even if you don't have like a deep relationship, like you might have classes together, so you do projects together, you like walk past each other down the hallway and you say hi and whatnot. You may even know their birthday. Because exactly. in elementary school, it's like, yes. oh, cupcakes for the class. Exactly, you know? exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And so just whether it be out of convenience Mm. um you make friends i feel like you make friends like that when you're younger but also you just you just want friends right you just want to make as many friends and it could be for like superficial reasons i feel like when you're younger like oh i don't even know how from kindergarten it can be established or not kindergarten but in elementary school there was definitely a cool crowd yeah i remember okay i don't our friend lauren was on the podcast Uh uh-huh i feel like her teacher her fifth grade it was like fourth or fifth grade i don't remember but her fourth or fifth grade teacher was like the youngest like fourth fifth grade teacher and for some reason i always viewed her class to be like the cool class um but so then you're like oh i want to be friends with the cool people yeah and i think it's probably i thought all of us have at one point in middle school elementary school potentially even high school you know one of the dumbest reasons that i became friends with somebody in elementary school was because she had those new flip top water bottles you do you remember when arrowhead released those water bottles arrowhead i think it was arrowhead or just like plastic ones no no the flip top the flip top where you like can squeeze it into your mouth these ones yeah i know that's plastic i was like plastic oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, of course i know those yeah yeah Yeah, dude i would reuse 
those waters. He's like, I would refill water in the same plastic water bottle over and over again because I love that water bottle so much. No, exactly. And actually, I got in trouble by my fourth grade teacher because I was like talking to my friend. I was like, can you please bring me a water bottle? Like, (laughs) da 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 da. da. But then my teacher heard it as a threat. (laughs) She heard it as me going you better bring me this water bottle or else I'm not going to be friends with you. And I was literally like, what the fuck? That's wow. not what I said. <laughs> you were a troublemaker. <laughs> Dude, I was you a know? mean girl. Yeah. I was a mean girl. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. admit it. You see, that's what you got to tell the entire narrative, not just me bullying you, but you got to tell the entire narrative. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was a mean girl up until fifth grade and then we met at the end after all my... After I got in trouble no, no, no. by the principal, and so that's <laughs> that's when I become became like, a nice girl. Oh, so I was mean to you, and you're a nice girl. Yeah. So you probably thought, oh God, is testing me because now I'm a nice girl, but there's <laughs> mean girls in my life. What do we do? No, it was like, wow, I really like grew past that stage, <laughs> and she's just sucking me back in. <laughs> Oh wow! All right. Well, at least we made progress since yeah. the fifth grade. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, it was. I guess I don't even know where to circle this back to. But you know, I just realized. Oh, when you're younger, you're not like basing your friendships off of these deep conversations. They're just based off of superficial things. Like, right. oh, that girl has what I want. I'm gonna be friends with her. Yeah. Oh, like her outfit like has a lot of pink in it. Like I could totally imagine myself like. <gasps> She looks really cute. Like, where did she get her tutu from? Like, or her mm-hmm. bows and her hair. Like, I want that. Like, yeah. I want to be friends with her. Yeah. I want to go, like, color with her. So they can be for very superficial reasons. Yeah. And also, like, within that, I would say proximity. Because, mm-hmm. like, even as you get a little bit older into, like, middle school or high school, like, a big reason why we have our group of nine girls, and mm-hmm. then also we don't really talk about the eight other guys that are in that group as well, mm. is because we hung out every single Friday, every single Sunday, yep. like, after church. Like, it was literally an all-day occasion. I had to make sure to finish my homework mm-hmm. on Saturday or whatever for the following Monday so that I could hang out all Friday night, mm-hmm. all Sunday, and literally get back at, like, 9, 10 p.m., yeah. And I don't know if Julie can relate to that because I feel like you had a little bit more of a curfew. But I do think like because it was just like, I'm seeing you twice a week. How how could we not be close? Yeah. Like we just inevitably became close and like somehow have sustained that relationship up until now. Well, I think for the most part, too, though, we are still kind of in a drivable proximity yeah or close proximity where we can hang out yeah right it's i mean other than our one friend who moved to hawaii imagine if we were all across the country like if i was in okay let's let's say okay maybe i'll be in philly you could be in new york okay maybe julia wants to be in texas Uh uh-huh right imagine if it was like that that's like half the group yeah yeah so it's kind of a miracle that we're all still here in southern california yeah but yeah i do think as we get older it kind of changes into what you said Mm -hmm. like you start thinking about the values beliefs preferences does this person align with like maybe who i even want to become yes because i think like even when you listen to all the motivational like podcasts and stuff it's like yeah be in the same room as the people that you admire because you'll eventually become like them but then when i think about like outgrowing friends and all of mm. that like it all starts to come into play it's like oh is this does this person possess the the qualities that i want yeah. to have yeah and like i said i, I don't i've never met a, a kid in elementary school talking about my priorities are right yeah. and so i mentioned this and i think this could be a big reason as to why you know your friendship distances over time because for example like quality time quality mm-hmm. time within friendship mm-hmm Maybe I, you value that a lot, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, so that's just like it's such a, yeah, like it's such a minor example. Um, but also, like I said, taste and preferences. I think sometimes I feel bad because I think you love going out. You love, is, but like the art exhibits and the music exhibits. And um, I mean, you had that noodles event mm-hmm. that I, I brought my sister to and it was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. But imagine you inviting us to so many things all the time and none of us ever, ever went. You know, I don't really have to imagine it because I think like partially that's my reality. I think like like that's a 95% accurate. But you know what I also just thought though? I thought I almost feel like, and I'm sure like you have friends that have like more or have tastes that align with your preferences. Right. And I feel like that's, allowed you to like 
flourish in that area. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like all our opinions and all our tastes were holding you back from exploring that realm more. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean because you know? it's like a lack of a community. Yeah, in that because aspect. now you will send like, oh, like after like one of our friends' birthday, you went you went out, right? Yeah, yeah. But all the artists that were in, on, on that poster, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think you would have used to only like send it if you thought we might have had some interest or like would know a couple names on there. Right. But I don't know, that's the, that's yeah. the impression I get. But now it's like, you'll just send it because yeah. you're going anyways. Exactly. And if you want to come come but like i noticed I, I read through the post and i was like i have absolutely no idea who any of these people are yeah i do think that's the difference now is i'm gonna go anyways yeah you can come you can yeah. join me i would like you guys to join me yeah. if you're free but at the same time like i'm not gonna not go mm-hmm. if you guys cannot go yeah because you have a group of friends that are interested that, yeah 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 do know the artist exactly so that's also just kind of such a small that's like just a small example yeah but right like now we will choose our social lifestyle and the things that we attend or interact with based on our tastes preferences beliefs values and priorities yep absolutely is what i was trying to get to yeah yeah no i i completely completely agree and then also i do want to go back to what you were saying about like how you know maybe you haven't seen some friends like as they're getting Mm. into relationships and stuff because i think that's one thing that i have been experiencing my entire fucking life (laughs) because right i've been single for a majority of the 25 years that i've been on this earth yes and i tend to be the the solid one and then everyone rotates out of the other (laughs) spot and so i think i'm very used to seeing people leave me (laughs) and go hang out with their significant others i will say when i was in that spot though it was a great time dude we got so close it was a great time fun but i was laughing because okay so one of our friends you know she was like you know she was opening up she was being real vulnerable and all of that she was like you know hannah it makes me kind of like sad because i feel like we're not as close as like i would like to be Uh like i feel like everyone else is so much closer to you than i am Mm -hmm. and you know it's a very like serious deep heartfelt vulnerable conversation Conversation? Uh and she's opening up and i'm like you know i i know how to get closer you need to break up with your boyfriend You, you just need to be single because i don't know what it is but like i almost feel like when someone becomes single mm. i'm there for them in the breakup process and yeah. in the oh, dating phase yeah. <laughs> yeah and so it like it just like kind of like happens inevitably yeah yeah but ha- have you been experiencing the being left part i don't want to complain mm-hmm. and i think this is just an observation i've been making just recently but i know this isn't even the crux of changes that we're all about to experience right because to my point of thankfully how we all live in this area yeah just imagine how much more harder it is going to be when we want to have friend gatherings when somebody is living three thousand miles away from our hometown Mm. right and another reason i thought about oh hmm close circle i thought i was close to this person maybe i'm not was when i realized that one of my friends is dating and I realized I have never really interacted or how to word this like I've never been his friend while he was dating before mm. so I, I I'm getting a taste of oh this is what my friend is like when he's dating mm-hmm. but because it's such a foreign feeling and I've never experienced it before I almost felt a bit salty Or in the beginning, I was very salty. I was like, okay, like we haven't spoken in a while. Let me send him a text. Yeah. We'll send him a text. Won't get a response for an entire day. And when I do get the response, it's like, uh, it's like five words. So it's like, okay. Right. Like they're not wanting to like continue the conversation or like ask about how you're doing or anything like that. And so it's weird because I'm absolutely not upset that he's dating. Right. right. And it's funny because as I was thinking about how I wanted to say this, I thought of our own episode. Oh. Of remember like, oh, when you're the female best friend and like, yeah. I was thinking about them. Like, I am absolutely not upset. It's more like, whoa, like I, I feel this way. I'm validating. I am validating my own feelings because it's something I've never experienced because this friend has never dated within our friendship. Right. Right. So I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Because on the other hand, we do know a friend where <laughs> he wasn't dating. Uh-huh. And we spent so much time together. And the uh-huh. moment he was dating, it was like MIA. Yeah. But we fully accept that because 
well i've experienced that before so i kind of knew right. right it was almost like when he wasn't dating i was like okay can you go bother somebody else now oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay like right one call a day is enough right. and so i think it, it's just interesting because if this is how it continues like who knows if we'll be close uh. but that's also just i hate to sound so cold but but maybe then at that point like the friendship has died huh. because Okay, maybe because he hasn't dated in a long time, he will learn how to juggle. Or you know what? Maybe I'm just in my head. Maybe I just thought we were closer than we actually were. Because I'm pretty sure he's hanging out with other friends, right? I don't think so. From what I know, I don't think so. Ah, uh, whatever. But I, mean, I don't know, right? I, yeah, who knows? Because you know, we're all working, right? We're all working. Like his priorities are a bit different. Yep. And so that's just like what I was thinking too. Like it's so difficult to maintain close friendships because... Also, when you're younger, your priorities are pretty similar. We're, we all have the same schedule. We're all going to school. All our priorities to either go to Hagwon or get the private tutoring yep. and study, 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 go to the good college. Right. Well, now some of us might be more worried about getting the promotion. Some of us might be worried more about like a career change. Yeah. Some of us might be stressed because our commute to work is an hour. Right. It's just like so many different things that stress us out. Right. Like. In that sense, I think it could be really hard because our priorities are misaligned. Yeah. I mean, I think a good analogy here is that when you are younger and in the school system, basically you're playing with the bumpers on, right? Like it's Ooh. very hard for you to go off the rails. Ooh. But then as soon as you enter like post high school, college, and then into adulthood, it's like you're a bowling ball in a field. Yeah. Just there are no lanes, no lines, no bumpers. And so it's just a free for all. And so I do think like you're right. Yeah. There are just so many like different possibilities. Yeah. Of priorities. Yeah. And so it makes sense. But yeah. also like, yeah, I, I think like you should feel validated and feeling salty, especially when, right, you said that you see this friend hanging out with other friends like there's the potential of that mm -hmm. or like maybe he's responding to other people and not mm -hmm. you or at least being more engaged in the conversation yeah i think you should feel like justified in that like even though maybe this is like his first relationship in a while yeah there's still like balance to be had yeah but see so this is like this is all my thought right this is our opinion right but is it the right opinion i don't know Right. right like i don't know because like right. i just said like maybe i put more value into our friendship than he did mm. like i'm i don't want to put words in this person's mouth right but hopefully i hope they valued our friendship right but like that's what i'm saying right like i don't know how else to say other than the misalignment of what we're looking for from the people yeah that we want it from yeah um, right like nobody like searches for friends who bring them sadness or stress yeah right and so that's that and i will say like literally currently mm. in my life i've been thinking more about who i'm opening up to who i'm spending time mm. with and you know i think i i've mentioned it on a couple podcasts how like i've been feeling bad about like dodging people and like not wanting to spend time with them but I think as I talk to more and more like unnies and oppas and like people that I look up to, I really don't think I should be feeling bad. Mm. And one thing for me that I've realized is it's not like I haven't given them a second, third chance. Like yeah. oftentimes, right, with dating, I've gotten the advice like, oh, you should go on at least two, maybe three dates mm. because the person could have been nervous the first date. They could yeah. have had an off day. I could have had an off day. Like mm. it could just like not be the vibe that first date. And so even with friends, actually like people i'm meeting for the first time mm -hmm. i usually don't hang out with them just once and then like rule them out <laughs> it's usually a second third friend date yeah and then if all two three of those go badly uh -huh. like i'm not having a good time <laughs> then is when i like am like okay maybe i yeah. need to dedicate my time to other friendships maybe yeah forming stronger friendships with the people i'm already friends with rather than trying to like expand the circle so i think in that way like i am trying to like build deeper rather yeah. than out yeah that makes sense yeah i feel like i've been trying to do that for a couple of years how has it been going how has it been going? Let me give myself a mid-year, <laughs> mid-process review here. I don't think too well because I don't think I have actively reached out to like my friends. In mm. the aspect of not making new friends, I think I've been doing a great job. Actually, <laughs> I give myself a plus, plus, plus for that. But uh -huh. I don't know when I said in the podcast, must have been a year or a, like a year ago. But 
I was, I think I was so intentionally trying to form like deeper relationship as opposed to new friendships that it went nowhere. Oh. Like maybe the timing wasn't right. Uh huh. I think I ended up focusing more on myself than like other relationships. Oh. Like maybe relationship with myself. Yeah. Because within the past year, I mean, I graduated and I switched jobs. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I'll look at my face and I'm just like, wow, I'm so happy I switched jobs. Because, I mean, you guys all know, if you guys had followed us during this journey, do you remember when I was freaking out? I had this stress line under my eye. Oh, yeah, I, I do. Was just, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, like there was there was actually my under eyes like great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have this line anymore. Now it's just like the cute little pillow like, that yeah, everyone wants. Yeah. <laughs> I was so stressed from that. <laughs> and I just I, it was a very recent thought. But I always say, I always preach, your your cup needs to be full before you start giving to others. And I just feel like my cup wasn't necessarily necessarily full for me to give to others. Um. I digress. Going back to the point, I don't think I've been doing too great. But I think nowadays I'm kind of realizing, hmm, maybe I should hit up some friends just to see how they're doing. Not like new friends or anything like that. Right. The the true core. The true core group core. of friends. Not mantle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the mantle. Not the outer mantle. Is it crust? Oh, yeah. The crust. <laughs> the crust is the most outside. It's the crust, outer mantle, inner mantle. Uh-huh. Is there a mid mantle? I don't no think I don't. I don't think there would be a mid mantle. And then I think yeah. there's another layer, and then it's core. Is that wrong? Crust mantle. I feel like it also started with an M. I thought it started with an I. Inner mantle. <laughs> <laughs> Should we bet? No, <laughs> I, Julie. I'm not doing any more bets with you. That's crazy. My parents truly enjoyed your snacks. <laughs> Good. Yep. They. Um, yeah, I came back home and they were like, oh yeah, by the way, we had the dog. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, did you eat the wasabi almonds? Uh-huh. Oh, did you also take, I was like, did you take another cracker? Did you take another chip? Oh yeah, we just had a couple of sun chips. <laughs> I go into my parents' room and the entire bag is just there. It's empty. It's just on the bedside. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, so conclusion, I've realized I wanted to, I wanted to reach out. I don't think I was necessarily in a place where I could have been of any type of help. But maybe that's also a me issue, feeling like I needed to be happy or a positive or have it be a positive experience. Oh. And you know, maybe this is a deeper issue. Maybe it's like my inability to be vulnerable. And I will say I realized a lot of this the past year, just being in a relationship really, I mean, I always thought I had a high EQ. Uh huh. I don't really know if I do. <laughs> uh huh. Don't really know if I do. I don't know what it is. I think it truly roots from the upbringing, the need. Never thought myself to be a perfectionist. Um, but why am I not vulnerable? Maybe because of my desire to want to be viewed as like above average. And maybe I do almost view it as a burden if I'm like complaining or if. If like if we were meeting up just for me to be like this happened and that happened and right like, being all sad, I would feel bad that that was a ne- I would view it as a negative. Yeah, but not that I think like if you ever came crying to me that I would view it as like a, oh my god I feel so drained because Hannah was crying like I wouldn't view that as a negative. Right. I think it's just like when I do it to others. Right, I, but I don't know why. Well, I think firstly it's uncomfortable to be vulnerable, and then all, yeah. also like I think that is maybe a big reason why I was never that close to our friends growing up like in middle school and high school it took me Mm -hmm. like a good solid eight years to finally get vulnerable because I always thought that people had this like expectation of me that I had to live up to like this reputation of like oh she has her shit together her life is perfect her family's perfect and she like doesn't necessarily deserve to have problems Mm. and so I think that was a part of the reason and then also in terms of feeling like a burden I think one of the greatest pieces of advice that my therapist gave me was like you should ask people if they have the capacity mm. to like hear you mm. I remember you shared that in our group of friends and remember when all of us all of us <laughs> we were like do you want advice or do you want me to just listen or all of us in the group chat you guys all of us would be like oh like sometimes like uh, like what would you 
like, what are your all needs? those are being, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, all of a sudden, so gentle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the tone of it. But, yeah. I mean, but also, I think that people kind of, like, push vulnerability. Yeah. Like, oh, you have to be vulnerable. That's the only way to, like, form deep connections. Yeah. And, like, it'll make you feel better in the long run. But at the same time, I think that you have to go about it, like, the way that you want to and you feel most comfortable yes. with. And I'm just realizing that do I wish I could be that version of Julie wanting to be vulnerable mm. with many people? Yeah, like I want to, but I think I'm just realizing, I don't know if I can ever be by that. Maybe it's more like now we're, you know, 24 and 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it bad that I, that I trust those who have been a part of my life a little longer? And obviously going forward, these new friendships I form, they didn't know me when I was in high school. They didn't know me and the pain that I went through or not like that. I mean, the pain and the happiness, but right. everything. They don't know what I went through just life-wise in college. So in that sense, I also feel like that circle is also getting smaller. Oh, I don't think that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I think mean, just like my, yeah. I don't know, that's just my thought. I'm not saying like going forward, these new friends I would never want to share because I think about it like my significant other. He's a new friend. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a new friend. Yeah. Um, but we definitely spend a lot of time together. So like if, you know, a new friend rolled around and we either work together or saw each other every single day, I'm sure we could build up that relationship. Right. But realistically, like a friend that I don't work with, how often would I see them? Right. Unless they came to Boxino with me. No, actually, I think that's a fair point. I think when you I think when you work out together, for sure, it just add two times on to me seeing you during the week. That's crazy. That's a crazy amount. Exactly. Well, that kind of went on a tangent, but I think that might be like a small reason as to why I'm okay with the circle getting smaller Mm. because it's it's not so much like I don't have those people to want to share. Right. But it's I'm actively choosing to only wanting to share with that small group yeah yeah and actually i think i've been going through something like vaguely similar and mm-hmm. that like okay to be honest like i have a, a good amount of friends mm-hmm. i include my sister in that and so yeah oh, oh yeah i include yes, my sister yes, in that yes in that in that in that in that in that <laughs> in that <laughs> i include it's like but but yeah or like you said um, but but or do you sometimes write sentences and it's like that that yeah yeah that yeah. comma that yeah yeah, yeah. that that, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. but i include my sister in the in my friend group and mm-hmm. when i counted it up i would probably be sharing literally every single detail about mm-hmm. my life to 12 people which is i think a ridiculous amount of people to be sharing every single thought uh-huh. every single funny thing uh-huh. every, like literally every story too i think that Kudos is to you i think that's a lot of people <laughs> yeah and so i've actually been cutting it down mm-hmm. and if i had to count i think i maybe share everything to like three four people mm-hmm. my sister is not included in that because <laughs> she doesn't fucking respond to me but i think for that reason i have been feeling a bit distant from my friends Mm. because when i think about like myself i like to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. because i think it yeah you do it like maybe this christmas we could be like we could do a how-to how to be vulnerable or just like yeah so yours can be vulnerable and mine can be a how-to something else oh how to be nice yeah yeah i I could do that one (laughs) (laughs) but Um, yeah and so I think I've been feeling distant from them. Like, Mm. seriously, I used to use vulnerability as like almost like a mechanism to Mm. be close to people. Mm. And I've I've started to realize that like, maybe that's a little bit toxic. Like, I think I used to use it to an extreme where like, let's say on dates, for example, like what we're like five dates in, Uh I would like be like, okay, like I would open up about all my fucking vulnerabilities and insecurities. Uh And so they would feel comfortable opening up to me and so that they feel close to me. So I think I was weaponizing intimacy and vulnerability. Mm. And you'd be a great recruiter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Find out their deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, just like have that. We can provide that for you. Yeah. Yeah. We can be your your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so I think after realizing that, I was like, you know what? I think I need to like close the circle a bit. Mm. 
be a little bit more careful with like who I'm sharing with mm. and then also so this is so this you you actively went from like 12 to like three to four uh-huh. because you just kind of reflected and were like mm, maybe, maybe the intentionality behind being vulnerable yeah was not not the right reason I I think with my friends it was like the right reason like it's because yeah. like I want to be close to them and so I think I just think it got too big Mm, like I yeah. was like I don't know why 12 people need to be knowing this information yeah. I, I think you have a lot of patience oh. for re- I see I feel like I couldn't because I could not retell the story 12 times oh you know okay well like like that's actually why I started journaling so that if a friend asked about it you just send do you them remember, a photo do you remember that one time it yeah. was like you and Gloria were in the front and I like did, you, could not like like pull it out of my head to like say everything I wanted to. So I brought the diary out. Yeah, yeah. I think we were going out. No, we were literally and I was in out. the backseat. We were yeah. at a sur jeep. Yeah. And I was reading from my diary. And then you brought it inside the sur yes, jeep. Yes, and I continued to read it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, is that why? Maybe that's why I started to journal. Oh, you see, I love telling the same story so many times. <laughs> oh my God. But then I add little details that I like forgot <laughs> forgot the last time. And then I, I, it's almost like a workshop. Like, you know how uh, comedians, like they workshop their work? Ooh, I kind of do that. Uh, like, I'm like, oh, is this a good way to tell the story? And so I, it's, it's weird. You I, should really consider, yeah, comedian and recruiter. Okay. You should consider. <laughs> you should okay. really. I mean, recruiter, you're pitching the same like, Mission like about statement. the co- yeah, yeah about the company. And I want to be your daddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can be your daddy. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, and so mm. I don't know. I like kind of consciously closed the circle, mm. and then now I'm realizing that like maybe I don't like what I did. Like I mm. feel like even though it was a conscious effort and action, I. Yeah. I think it made me more distant yeah with a lot of my friends yeah and so I guess this episode is making me realize like maybe I need to open the circle back up (laughs) (laughs) I guess maybe I need to go back into the inner mantle yeah you know not just core core. yeah yeah Yeah. because the core is making me feel like I don't know restricted yeah like I feel I feel too small I feel circumference yeah I literally feel restricted yeah yeah it's like this like the peanut in the peanut M&M did you guys use that? We use that for our science. Earth mantle crust. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's a great analogy. Oh, I see it. Our teacher would have all of us bite half of the peanut M&M. And then and all the kids with the, with the allergies. Oh, yeah. EpiPen. <laughs> Ready? Do you really think about Stab that? Stab yourself. <laughs> Do you really think about that? Um, maybe that's where my love for peanut M&M started. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great analogy. But that's... But yeah, that's kind of where I've been at in terms of like close friends i do think i want to open it up yeah (laughs) i do too and i think we talked a little bit about it what maybe two weeks ago Mm -hmm. i think it's more so i think this is more of a me issue in that i restrict myself from sharing things because i wouldn't want like i don't want it to be bragging didn't we talk about this yeah we did we did we did i don't want it to be a humble brag i don't want it to be a brag i don't want it to be and then, you know, there was um, a TikTok I saw just like, oh, if a friend can't be happy for you, that's not a real friend. I think that's very incorrect. Mm. Um, like, for example, I mean, this situation, too, of of me being salty at my friend because. Oh, they're in a right? relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. I don't think that's me being an uh, ingenuine friend. Mm-hmm. Like, if your feelings are hurt, you have the right to be upset and yeah. like at your friend. Yeah. And so I think that that statement is a little false. So with that. I think like that is stopping me from wanting to be more vulnerable. Yeah. So conclusion is I just, it's, I think it's a me issue. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think we, I mean, we like vaguely know what's going on in other people's lives and like a, something about the air right now. Like I feel like there's just like a, a lot happening in other people's lives maybe yeah. not necessarily ours. And yeah. so I can understand what you mean. Cause it's not like they're like light issues that like, it's like, Oh, I had a shitty day. Like it's not that it's yeah. like bigger than that. And so I can understand why you would feel hesitant. Yeah. And I am such a one-on-one type of person. Um, did I know that about myself? I think I did actually, but if it's with the wrong one-on-one, if it's with the wrong one, <laughs> I feel like I'm even more quiet. I think I've really mastered just like sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's crazy because like 
even people I know, like the, when they see you in different settings, they're like kind of shocked. They're like, what? "Yeah, is, is everything okay with Julie?" Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, she's fine." And that's I. I don't want to be like oh, introvert, extrovert, but it's weird. I don't know. I think it has to do with the whole like core, like your close core circle, and me. It truly determines. Like, I don't think it's like a, it's like, it's not like a 180 type of thing. Right. But no, I will say, and I told you this so many times, like I find communicating with new people so easy because it's so shallow. Right. It's so just like, a, oh, right. hi, like nice to meet you. What do you do? Yeah. How's like, your day going? Have a great day. Where are you okay. from? Yeah, 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 exactly. But then I think like with our group of friends, there's so many of us. I almost think it's like I've unlearned it too much where I think I used to talk so much and then I got a little insecure about talking too much. Mm. So I was like, oh, I want to give other people the chance to talk. And I and I want to listen. So then I end up not knowing what to share. Yeah. But I think it's kind of all of us. Because, I mean, all of us, if we wanted to, could talk about ourselves for, for the, a long time. For the hour. But for then, a long time. But then, like, that would require a nine-hour hangout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we, we've mentioned it. You guys, I don't know if you guys remember. One Thanksgiving, we were going in a circle talking about, like, what we've been up to. And each person was dead-ass, like, 30 to 40 minute like, check-ins. It was crazy. And then I you, think, you were the latter half. I think it, I think that was, I think that experience for our group was traumatizing. Because after that, we don't talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, truly. You guys, it went from that to then, okay, you guys, boy, work, personal. All right, provide the check-ins. And it was just, oh, like, boyfriend's great. Oh, yeah, work is great. I blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's been one to two sentences. Yeah per category yeah and then it just became like a yeah everything's going great <laughs> yeah which is very sad and so oftentimes <gasps> even in group hangouts right like i i kind of know what's going on in your life yeah and so i will prompt you i'm yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah you do i was like oh julie i know that this is happening right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you tell us more about it? you guys she really did she really did oh and i was like oh i guess i'm talking about this today because i'll actually think about it it makes me think about it when i'm on our way to our hangouts i'm like what is hannah gonna prompt you know, it's, it's more like what what like what do i want to talk about uh, what do i want to not talk about what should i, I talk see. about um <laughs> so okay wait so firstly i didn't know that you were giving this much thought into like what you were going to be sharing at our hangouts and then secondly do you not want me to like prompt these certain things that's that are going in your going on in your life no i going back i just think it's like a me thing mm. i don't know what about it is like like i don't know yet do I want to share? Of course. But the thing is, I feel like it would be delivered and received and conversed about much better if it was a smaller circle. Uh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I would want to hear what everyone had to say. Yeah. But, you know, if there was something on my mind about my relationship, mm -hmm. I think it would be much easier to talk about it if it was like a one-on-one -on -one dinner as opposed <laughs> to nine girls where oh, this happened and all like all these reactions that's true would make me feel a bit bad yeah the reactions are a bit yeah especially when like, you get eight different yeah ones. but it's like not not it's like not our friends like it's not the reaction like i think that's completely like it's fine yeah, yeah. like i can expect that and but am i ready to receive the reaction is really the question so i think it's me being dismissive avoidant like i don't want to experience the type of reaction oh interesting i don't know this is what is this yeah what's going on yeah what's going on i don't know okay i don't know what's going on okay everyone's probably like what is going on what are they talking about no no but i think this is a real thing <laughs> yeah i think it's a real thing too because i've noticed my energy tends to fluctuate like depending on the levels of how close i am with the people that are present in that setting mm. kind of a little like you said like noticeably i don't want to say like drastically but it's noticeable because mm -hmm. people who know me like know they know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think it has to do i think it has to do i think it has to do with fomo still like even when you're in a larger setting of like getting upset if somebody didn't approach you first of saying hi or when you're there and you're talking about when those people might be talking about something that you have no idea like what they're talking about or something oh, you weren't invited to stuff like that i see i don't know i kind of pulled that out of my ass i think that might have been like a little probably a little bit right a little bit well it makes sense because we have a group of so many people so yeah. there are going to be events that you're not invited yeah. to and i will say like i'm like oh i wasn't invited to that oh i yeah. can't really participate oh you guys are talking about inside jokes that i'm like not a part of okay <laughs> yeah and not even just like our group like not not just girls but like 
in any setting that I'm in. Right. Right. Like even at work, mm. even at work, like a couple people at work. Um, somehow I found out just like through the grapevine that a group of people were going on a weekend vacation, like a getaway nearby. And I was kind of sad I wasn't invited. Mm. Um, like really, really sad because it seemed like it was supposed to be an inclusive, like let's get closer, kind of the newer people. But then I waited a couple of days and then I got an invite, but then I couldn't even. So the thing was when I, when I told my boyfriend about how I was so sad, I was like, I'm so sad. I can't even go, but I'm so sad I didn't get the invite. Oh. Because I was going to be out of town anyways. Yeah. But then I ended up getting the invite. And then I felt so sad saying, oh, I cannot go because I'm going to be out of town. Aww. But I mean, it did feel nice to get the invite. Yeah. So like that. Or even other settings. Like where are we? We're usually at church on Sundays. Or even, I don't know, like the friends we do converse with a lot and like their social activities. I think it's normal. <laughs> yeah. So what is my advice? Honestly, I don't even know if I have advice. I feel like I just needed this like... Like just like yeah, maybe like a, like a little like a rant sesh. Yeah, heart to heart. Let's dig up some let's let's dig up some layers of hardened emotions. I totally thought you were gonna make another science reference. Oh but of hardened <laughs> sediment. Yes, sedimentary rocks <laughs> that have erosed. Erosed. Eroded. Eroded. <laughs> okay, yeah, anyways. This is a piece of advice I was given. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to end with it. And if you agree, I mean, you might agree, you might not not agree. I feel like you have to either hear me say it, hear me say it, and then repeat it to yourself a couple of times because it's, 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 it's interesting. Changing for relationships can be a good thing if you're evolving together, mm-hmm. but you don't really change for your friends. You just find friends who align with you. Boom. Because when you evolve together, I mean, you're living with like, okay, like when I think about it in my context, like, I mean, just a significant other is going to hopefully become a husband and a husband and I are going to live together and we're going to be making parenting decisions and raise kids together, Mm -hmm. right? Kid Mm -hmm. number one, number two, number three, kid ABC. Yeah. Um, So stuff like that. And so when we request like, can you work on this or this like hurts my feeling, right? Like you have to work together and evolve so that it fits. It yeah. fits. Who was the woman that you said? I showed you TikTok and what was her name? Oh, Esther Perel. Esther Perel, right? She said, well, you know, there's so many people that can love us, but like how many of the love can you make a life with? Yeah. Do you want a love story or do you want a life story? Yeah. Boom. Uh, but friends, kind of different because you're not out here buying a house to live in with your friend for forever. I right. mean, you could. You could, yeah. right? But for I me, that is- that's what we're going to do. That is what we're going to do. Okay. But that's going to be like second, you know? Oh, it's I'm like you're second. gonna have your. Oh, I'm second. <laughs> no, guys. but you're gonna have your own home, and I'm then we're all gonna have a big like beach home together. Okay, right? Okay, that's gonna literally house forty people. Cause imagine all of us and our significant others, and then kids A B C. Oh, <laughs> if all of us just even have two, that's like craziness over there. Yeah, yeah, I'm concerned. Right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so like friends, I'm not saying like like friends mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Like I. I value friends because, you know, when you're having hardships with your significant other or even there's just some things that you feel more comfortable sharing with friends. They're just that that's just it. Like I I think people should have friends. But it's a little different because sometimes like like you you mentioned a couple of times, sometimes you outgrow friends and Yeah. When you're kids, sometimes you're just friends at a convenience. Yeah. Friends because of the proximity aspect. But then as you grow older, you realize like what really matters to you. Some friends exhibit the characteristic traits that you would never allow yourself to have. But then you ask yourself like, oh, why am I friends with them then? Right. And it's a good question to ask. Why am I friends with them? Right. They make me feel shitty about myself. They don't bring me any joy. Right. Like, and I always say, oh, I hate to sound transactional. I don't think it's transactional though. No, I think it's looking out for yourself, right? Yes. But it's yeah. it's a part of keeping your cup full and yeah. keeping your boundaries. Yeah. And even if we are making new friends, like why? Like what drew us to making friendships with these newer people? Because they align with me. Right. Or at least where I'm at right now, like whether it is like the music or the interests, or maybe it's like going to church together. Maybe it's like the stage of life that we're at, um, experiencing like similar life experiences. So, yeah. Yeah, no. And I think on my end too, like I do think Julie and I are a bit different in the way that we kind of like go about our circles and all of that. And so for me, I guess it's just like, you know, I tried this one thing. Mm-hmm. It's not really working the way that I thought it was going to work. And so I'm opening the circle back up. But I think in general, 
right like friendships are about like you said kind of growing with the other person and Mm -hmm. so yeah i guess like for me it's just like practicing kind of like patience and like going through these transition phases with my friends together yeah because often right i have friends i'm like hey i don't really like you right now but then it's a right now thing you know like i'm being patient and being like okay maybe you'll come back to reality yeah and like become a person that i like like again but yeah. if not so be it but yeah. if so i'm here for you yeah so if you need to work on patience that's like more than i need to do more than a working on patience <laughs> yeah. i don't even know what the word is for that no 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 oh goodness i need to go to like patience boot camp or something okay <laughs> okay patience boot camp okay yeah lessons taught by hannah starting next week yeah patience boot camp good okay, okay. <laughs> all right see you at patience boot camp see you next week yes yeah, happy next week. 69th episode yeah what a great 69th episode yeah yeah very fitting right yeah <laughs> very very close it's about friends. the yeah it's about the closeness <laughs> the close circle um, you get it connectivity <laughs> connectivity intimacy exactly vulnerability exactly <laughs> i'll catch you next week you can follow us on tiktok and instagram at Burgerita Podcast, on Twitter at Burgerita Podcast, and on YouTube at Burgerita Podcast. You really said that with a lot of breath. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to send, send this to your friends. Share it with your friends. This could just be a whisper, but Hannah's is so... <sighs> with, a, with a lot of breath. There's a lot of passion. Did you already say your handle? Oh, no. <laughs> My handle on Instagram and literally everything else is H A. And me at B E J U L I F I E D. Goodbye. Bye. One, two, three. I hear your phlegm. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye.